Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. I bring you good tidings. God bless you. <coughs> Pardon my voice. It's morning here. I'm not too well. Um, I'm well in Jesus' name. Amen. I have back pain, serious lower back pain. Um, that's what I'm dealing with now. But I trust God for total healing. Amen. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. So it's Thursday. It's currently 10.02 my time. Where are you listening from? Send me a message. Follow me. Share. And God bless you. For those who are always sharing, who are inviting someone to listen, may God meet you at your point of need in the mighty name of Jesus. For Amen. For those who are following, may the hand of God never depart from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I just prayed for you guys now. God bless you all. Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mighty man in battle. Yahweh, take over me, speak through me, less of me, more of you. Bless your children, Father, and when you are done, take all the glory. You should be heard and not me. Take all the glory, Yahweh, in Jesus' mighty name, we've prayed. Amen and amen. Today's message is, hold on to what God has told you. Hold on to what God has told you. What did God tell you? What did he promise that he's going to do? And probably it's not happening right now. You're like, "Mm, you're almost giving up. Don't give up. Just a minute. What is it that God has told you? Hold on to it. Is it revelations? Is it true revelations that God showed you something? Is it dreams? Is it prophecy? Don't let them die. Many people have killed their dreams or the promises of God themselves because of what lack of patience. You know, It's amazing how God works. He works in ways we can't understand. God might tell you that tomorrow, or he say, in a year's time, this will happen. It might be, it might still not come to pass that year, but that, that period of time he gives you, but hold on to it. He sees way beyond. So he might say, next year, I'll bless you with this or with that. And by then, you see how the enemy is fighting. He said, if I release this blessing, it's going to get my daughter or my son into trouble. Let me withhold it for a while. But you should not kill that dream. You should keep believing. You say, Father, you said this, you said that. And it's definitely going to come to pass. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning. <clears throat> if 
you have been following me for two years and I've been preaching on this platform, I've shared with you people a lot of personal experience. And some have come to pass here. You people have seen them. Some are yet to. Some are happened and then I shared with you people. This message has been coming to me for this and about three days or so. I think since Monday to this Thursday, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to preach on it. When God keeps laying something in our heart or we have the we are lead led to do something or to say something, know that it's definitely for a reason. Probably there's somebody who needs to hear this and be encouraged. Uh, I've been sleeping. I don't know why I still feel this. But let me tell you, there are people, things happen in the Bible because of dreams, or probably a dream that somebody had, or a revelation, or a prophecy, and they held on to it. When the angel appeared to Mary, what did he say to Mary? He said, Blessed art thou amongst women. And up to today, we still talk about Mary. This is Christmas season. As we are celebrating baby Jesus, we are celebrating the mother as well. The mother is not forgotten. The father whom the, the, the angel came and revealed in his dream, he held on to that. He you know, just of the other and said, ah, it's a dream. Let me brush it. No. He took it seriously. The angel appeared to Mary and said, Mary, listen. This is what is going to happen. You are going to give birth to a child. That child is going to be the savior. And this and that, he's going to be great. Yes, let's go to the Bible. Let's go there. You might think probably I'm just talking. Let me go to the Bible and get the Bible verse for you. And Mary held on to that and it came to pass. Even when she gave birth, the Bible even said one time, when Jesus was doing all these things, you know, when he, he got missing, in the temple, and they saw him after three days, right? The Bible said Mary's heart was, she, her heart was full of all of this wonderful prophecy, but she just held them. She's just looking at this child. This is the child that God has, God has told me. This is the time angel appeared. So whatever he's doing, let me just hold and believe. Mary did that. One. Even when Jesus died, the mother was there with him to the very last minute. Even when he died, the mother, Jesus handed the mother to, to the, the disciple. The mother did not say, oh, enough of this. I've been through a whole lot with this child from when I was pregnant with the child. I gave birth. They started looking to, to kill him. We had to flee to Egypt. You know what it means, living in your hometown. Mary was young, living in her hometown. Probably she was 15, 14, 15. To flee to a different country all the way, you have to stand like only God knows how long they were there. And the angel said, people should stay here until I come and tell you again to come back. And they held on to those dreams. Joseph held on to this dream. No, no, an angel came. We have to go. They are looking to kill, to kill this child. Mary believed because of what an angel came. It was a revelation. Probably Mary went into a trance. Just like what happened to me the day God said I have, he was the one who appeared to me in my, in my kitchen. Not Jesus. I just went to listen to that video now. God was speaking through my mouth. I told you people that I saw Jesus. I kept saying it's Jesus, but God said it was him on the 21st and uh, 23rd of, of uh, um, 
of April of 2021. And God spoke through my mouth. He said, he's the one. I kept saying it's Jesus because I saw the feet with the sandals. You know how we always see Jesus in the movies with the sandals. And that's how I saw him. Probably Mary also went into a trance. And then, you know, the angel was there and talking to her, prophesying all these things, telling her how the child's going to be great. So when she came out of Russia, she was like, hey, what happened? She said, your handmaid, let it be done. I am God's servant. So don't give up. Let me look for that scripture. Look at Sarah and Abraham. It was a prophecy. The book of Luke. Let me go to Luke. Luke 1. Let me go to the book of Luke. Let me read. Uh, but even the book and uh, John the Baptist, it was an angel. The father went into a trance at the altar, and an angel appeared there and said, Zachariah. Zachariah said to the angel, How can this be sure? You know, how can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man. Zachariah was well advanced of age. Then the angel, let's go now to, we're talking about Mary here. But this I'm talking about, mentioning Zachariah's own, to show you people also that he held on to, he believed. The angel even went as far as making him to be dumb. But when they gave birth to that child, he didn't say, ah, this dumbness I will not believe. He saw the wife was pregnant, gave birth to the child. The name the angel told him to call that child is what he wrote on the tablet. And his mouth got loose and he started speaking again. So I don't know what God had told you. I don't know what God has revealed to you in your dreams. I don't know what they have prophesied to you that God has said. Hold on to it. Don't give up. It might not seem to be it right now. But I tell you, don't kill your dreams. Because God's ways are not our ways. God told, an angel told Mary, you're going to give birth. Let me read before I explain further. So Luke 1 verses 1 verse 3, um, Luke 1 verses 26 right down to, let's keep, let's just be reading. In the seed month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, it weird, an angel appeared to her. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. 
Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. Are you hearing what the, the, the angel is telling Mary? That you give birth, you conceive, and you give birth to a son, and you name him Jesus. He'll be very great, not just great, but very great, and he'll be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel for, forever. His kingdom will never die. Amen? His kingdom will never die. Now, this angel was telling Mary all of these things, prophesying to Mary. Oh, why am I yawning? I have no reason for this. Mary asks, verse 34, But how can this happen? I am a virgin, the angel replied. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born, the baby will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, once, what's more, your relative Elizabeth has been pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her seed month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth Child limped in her, within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry. And exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women. How did Elizabeth know this? The Holy Spirit now was speaking, was prophesying to Mary, telling her, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Mary, don't you think Mary will be surprised? An angel just appeared to me a few days ago. I have not shared this with anybody. But Mary believed and she held on to, oh, Elizabeth is prophesying. <clears throat> Why am I honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greetings, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord will do what he said. Now, is the Holy Spirit speaking through Mary? And the Holy Spirit said, you are blessed because you believe. Because what the angel said, Mary probably went into a trance. I don't, the Bible didn't say that, but that's my belief. Or it could be that maybe the angel stood there face to face. In those days, things happened. And she was having a conversation with this angel. Because she asked questions. And the angel responded. And now the Holy Spirit is speaking to her. Just because you believe. That's why you have to hold on to your dreams. Believe in them. Don't give up. I just watched the video about three times. That God was speaking through my mouth. And they recorded me. A sister of mine recorded me. God said. He told me things, and I'm, I believe in them. He gave me specific instructions, even gave me the name of my ministry. He said, your ministry is that of love. Love people, love them. 
You don't need to know them. Love them. And he said, don't be proud when I start taking you places. Don't be proud. He said, forgive all those friends who don't love you now. When they come, pray for them. It's not even them. It's the devil. God said that. When I'll be led, I'll play that video here for people to listen. You know that it's not me. The way he was speaking through my mouth. I can't call myself my daughter or my child. Say, my daughter, you need patience when you want to work for me. Say, speak less. Listen more. God spoke, I'm telling you. Deep things. And I'm holding on to those dreams. God is the one who told me I should go to the radio and preach. He said, radio, then come television. He said, he's taking this radio show to another level. He said, in six months, people will not recognize you because you walk in mysterious ways. You think I'll sit and say, ah, I've not really done any. I've not done, you know, probably I've not, I don't know. But I, I can't leave that die because it's, it's been more than six months. I'm, I cannot say, oh, it's been more than six months. Go say, I'll do things, in, I'll work in mysterious way that people will not understand. I've not seen myself doing anything. Maybe I've not healed anybody or I've not done this. You know, there are some people that wonder they should do some miracle. That people will be like, whoa. They'll be shouting and they'll be trending. I, if you, somebody else will be like, I have not yet done that. Why? It's more than six months. I beg, I'm not even sure this thing is true. Maybe this is a scam. Maybe it was my imagination speaking. No. No. I will not leave my dreams die. I will not leave the promises of God die. It was in a dream God told me, confirmed to me that go to Cameroon. <clears throat> he said, I know your heart is broken. Who was this old man that came to me in my dream? He was brown, like the color of like a Matisse, but dark. Like, you know, when somebody's son has hit them, it's tan a bit. You know, like as the Arab, they are their color. They are not too fair. They are not too, you know what I mean? That type of color, a mix. But then, because there are some mix that are really light. But this one, like somebody who has been under the sun, they have received some tan. And he helped me. He had this walking stick, he laid by the side, and he held my two hands, looked at me in the eyes with confidence, giving me that confidence and assurance. <coughs> He's giving me the confidence and assurance. He said, go, do not be afraid. I know your heart is broken. Yes, I lost my brother. My heart was broken. I had prayed. I believed in God. I trusted him. Even while they were saying Boris is on oxygen, I was still believing in God. I know people have been on oxygen and people still make it. So I believed that Boris will come out. So when he died, my heart was broken. But that does not mean I lose faith in God. No. Because my Bible tells me in the book of Lamentation 337 that who says a thing and he comments, who come? Let me read it exactly as it is. Lamentation.
Meditation 3. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does, verse 38 went further to say, Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, may human, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, we have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud, so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuge and garbage among the nation. All our enemies. So, I was just reading down. But what verse 37 says, Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Except the Lord allowed something to happen. Nothing happens. So my junior brother dying is the will of God. Because I remember one day I was like, why, why did Boris have to die? Boris would have been like this. And God said, is it not better I take him? Do you know what the enemy planned to do? It's better for him to go now. It's been how many months now? Nine months. Imagine if he was still alive now and sick. Do you think our heart would still be at rest? No. Because even when he was sick, we're not that happy. Oh, we're not that, our mind were, we're not at rest. Each time I see a call, what is it? Oh, you call, Boris is fine. The next day you call, oh, Boris has been rushed to hospital. Like, where God, why now? What's going on? But now I, my heart is at rest because I know he's in a better place. So that's why God told me. My heart was broken, yes, because I will not see my brother again. He said, go to Cameroon. Do not be afraid. Or he said, fear not. Yeah, he said, do not be afraid. Even though your heart is broken, go. And I was like, this is the confirmation I needed. Even though I heard him very well, he said, go to Cameroon, go and organize a revival on the 18th. You will go and the very next day, make sure you leave before noon. And I heard those instructions. Nobody told, I heard God clearly. And deep in me, I was like, I really needed it. A confirmation. Even though my pastor was like, you, heard, you know what you heard? Wrong with it. I went ahead, was doing arrangement flyers, look for the hall, bought my ticket, buying t-shirts, yes, to print, organizing this and that, everything. But deep in there, I wish I have a confirmation to confirm this again. And God came to me in my dream and he said, go, do not be afraid. What if I'm like, ah, it's a dream. Maybe I need somebody to really prophesy to me and tell me that, oh, I'm sick. Because there are some people who love prophecy. Oh, they don't believe in their dreams. I don't joke with my dreams. Look at the Bible. Look at the Bible. People encounter Christ and Jesus, God, even in the Old Testament, in dreams. And they held on to them. They believed in them. 
So it was prophecy. It's a dream that a king had. Joseph interpreted. That took him to where he was. From prison to palace. Made him second in command. A governor. Come on. What if this man not believe in his dream? What about like, this was just a mere dream. Let me just brush it. No. The king knows God speaks to us through dreams. What if I said, no, no, no. I was in that program. Maybe it's my imagination. And probably because Apostle is holding a program. And I too want to go. And I'm saying that this. Or I'm not sure. I don't believe in it. Even the Apostle said, I'm like, no. Somebody needs to prophesy to me. God should send somebody and come and tell me. And now God is not saying, he's like, I spoke to you. You don't believe. I showed you a dream. I even came to you in my dream. And you are not believing then. I don't know what I can do. I will not do it your way. God might not do it your way because he knows if you do it your way, you might fall into bad hands because you will like prophecy. The enemy sees, oh, this one believes a lot in prophecy. I will send somebody to prophesy to them. If you are single, right? He will arrange somebody. He said, go and prophesy. And that might be a false prophet. Say, go there, prophesy to her. Tell her this or tell her that. That this person is their husband. The devil is using that person's mouth. The person might not even be a false prophet. But the devil can use somebody and mislead you. Look at Job's wife. Was it not the enemy who spoke through his mantel and told her to tell uh, the husband to curse God? You still believe in this, you're God. still trying to keep your integrity. Everything that has happened, you've lost children, property, and everything. Why not just curse God and die? You think God would speak through the wife in that manner to tell her, to tell the husband to curse him, God? When if he curse God, he's going to go to hell? No. And him knowing who God is, who carried the spirit of God, he said, no. Do we only celebrate when good things happen to us? No, even bad times or when bad things happen. We came here naked and naked shall we return. So why should I cause God? He rebuked the enemy. Just like Jesus rebuked the devil when he was speaking through Peter. He said, Peter, get deep. He said, get deep behind me. Jesus said, don't speak like that. Don't say that you are going to. Don't. No. The enemy will use somebody close to you and say things. And if you are not in the spirit, if you are not led by the spirit of God, you will fall prey. Imagine if Job would have said, yeah, the wife is the closest person for real. My wife is really saying this. We have gone through a lot. How can God allow all this terrible thing happen to us? Despite everything we have been doing, I've been good to God. I even do sacrifices on behalf of my children. And then this will happen. All my children gone, my properties, everything. What am I living for? Let me also then go and meet my children. Job could have easily said so. That, yeah, my wife, what you are saying is true. God is not treating us fair. You have been faithful. You have kept your part. Why is misfortune following you? But God was doing this so that his glory, he would take all the glory. So that the enemy will see that indeed he has powers. Job did not curse God. And despite everything he went through, God blessed him more than what he had. And God took all the glory. Read the book of Job. And God took all the glory. 
Joseph was planning to cut off his engagement with Mary. Like, how can this woman be pregnant? I've not even slept with her. Maybe this lady is a wayward woman. She wants to put this pregnancy on me. No. He was just thinking. He shared this with nobody. To tell you who God is, how supreme he is. He knows everything. Even in my video here, he said, I'm sitting. He said, he, God, is sitting on the throne and he knows everything that has happened. He's sitting on his heavenly throne and he knows everything that is happening with us here on earth. So what God has promised you, be it through dreams, revelation, prophecy, do not let that dream die. Do not let it come to pass and it not come to pass before God takes his hand off you. Do not. God might have promised you, I'm taking you here. And you are like, it's taking too much of a time. You say, no, what? Well, let me go my way. It will not come to pass. Believe. The Holy Spirit spoke through uh, um, Elizabeth here. That because you believe, you are blessed. Mary believed in what the angel told her. So the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will conceive. She didn't say, ah, no, how can that be possible, man? Leave this thing. I have a fiance already. I need, I'm starting my life. What are you talking about? Mary did not think for a second. She did not hesitate. There are some of you, you trust in man more than God. You believe in man. You man, man is first in your life. Oh, he's my husband. Oh, he's my wife. I have to believe in my wife. I have to trust them. I have to listen to them. Is it not the man that God has given me? What will people say? But the same God who is telling you that, Mary, I've given you this man. I'll take care of him. Don't worry. Mary did not even bother about him. But in the that's what he's saying. As you accept, I'm going to handle this man. And the angel went, while Joseph was there thinking of what to do, the angel said, don't do it. Your woman did not cheat on you. People have found favor. You people are blessed, as a matter of fact. The child you pull bring forth. Ah, this child is going to liberate his people. Joseph was like, okay. I'll hold on to this. And Joseph, Joseph did. Held on to it. Mary gave birth. The angel appeared to him again in a dream. Leave with this child, the mother, to Egypt. They are looking for this child to kill him. Instructions. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Instructions. God told me, he said, go. Do not be afraid. I know your heart is broken. And before that dream, when he was speaking to me in, that, in the program, he said, go and organize a revival on the 18th of, gave me a date. It was on a Tuesday, not weekend. I could have been, no, let me change the date. Tuesday is working day now. It's weekday. People will not be there. Let me do it on weekends when people, are you doing it for people or for God? The ones who want to be there will be there. What if the whole place come? And you're speaking, no power. People are not feeling anything. 
The Spirit of God knows why he chose that date. Maybe it was not meant for everybody. They selected few he wanted to be there. They were there. And that's what I told them the program. I did publicity. But those who had those who came came. Those who were invited, they came. And God said, Leave before midday. I didn't only leave my city. I leave my province. <laughs> I didn't only leave my city. Keep to instruction. Just for my sister to call me while I was in, in Yaoundé, in the capital city. She said, hmm. I think she said, I, I don't know exactly her words, but she was like, I think she, she meant like, I think she said like, you really heard God or God really spoke to you or whatever. Because you know, my cousin came in that day. The day after the program, they came in. They went straight to my cousin's house. She came all the way from the village. I don't know what he carried. That they came for whatever, whatever. It might still be not him, but we just have to be careful. Only God knows what he saw. When my sister told me, I said, ah, it could still be not him. It could be him. I don't know. God just told me, make sure you leave by noon. Is it not 6.30 or 6? Yeah. 6.30 to 7. We left Kumba. We left. Arrived Boya. I ate something. That's how I took that bus. I booked for 10 o'clock. They had delay. Because the 8 o'clock was supposed to go. I reserved for 10 o'clock. We came there. They said, they see space. The 8 o'clock. I said, let me follow. What will I be doing here for two hours? That's how we, re we took now the 8.30. It left around 8.30 to 9 or so. That's how we took that one. And we left. So by 12, I was already in Douala. In a different province. On my way to Yaoundé, I've left Southwest. I've left Southwest. Who know? Maybe somebody else would have come there, and then the person probably came around, sneak around. They're like, "Oh, we saw a car this morning. Came and picked her. She's gone." If I be like, "Oh, I'm tired. Let me just rest." No, I had packed my things. We came. We packed that night. The remaining things, packed everything. I put out what I wear, just woke up that morning, gave them my shirt iron. The time didn't take breakfast, I can't remember. I did not, it was early. Just took my shower, everybody was awake. Okay, mama, I'm going to give them a hug. I said, I'll be back in three months, and in October I'm coming. Gave them a hug, I'm like, bye, enter the car. Drove, whoop, out of Kumba, out of the province. Keep to instructions. The angel told Joseph, he said, stay Stay in Egypt until. Until further notice. Until I'll come back and give you instructions again. Tell you to come back. And Joseph stayed there. It was in a dream that the angel came again to him in a dream that you cannot return. And Joseph was like, I'm not going back to our home. Let's go and stay in Nazareth. 
We'll not go back to Bethlehem. Let's go there. Let's go and stay there. Oh, yes. You have to be wise. Hold on to the word of God. His promises. Believe with faith. With faith. It will come to pass whatever he has promised you. But you have to hold on to him. You have to believe. I remember when Apostle, Apostle prayed, uh, when she saw my video, she was just, she said, whoa, is Cathy washing? The first day God spoke through me and I, was, I made a video on the 29th of March of same, that same year, 2021. <clears throat> After God spoke through me, I made a video and I sent to her and I was crying. I said, God just spoke to me or me, I don't know. Something just spoke through my mouth like, you know, the way God speaks to you. And he said, he has told me to love. That my ministry is love. And this, me, I don't know if it's God though. I don't know if it's my imagination. I was, I was restless. I was crying. I, was like, I don't know. And she was laughing when I sent her that video. I said, please pray or help me pray to God to forgive me. I don't know if it's my, my imagination. Something has caused me to speak. I don't know what spoke through me. While I sent that video, my son was bathing. My son came and said, Mama, it was God. My Geeks was how old then? Ten years. He was in the bathroom bathing. He was not in the living room. He said the voice he heard in the bathroom, that was not me, it was God. I said, really, I calmed down a bit. I didn't even know I had the call of God upon me then. Apostle said, whoa, I'm hearing, Kati, you are going to be a prophetess. You prophesy like fire. And when God called me the following month in April, he said, you'll be my mouthpiece. As I speak, you will speak. You will tell them. I've not yet prophesied. I've not yet. But when I hear something or I see, I say it. I can't say now, eh, Apostle said that, eh, I beg, which prophecy, I've not even prophesied me for one person, eh, I'm not sure, or I'm not, mm -mm. I'm hanging in there. Cause the radio, then come television. It will take me places. If you start taking me places, I should not be proud. Pride is not of God. Can't you see that this is God? Three good times. Say, don't be proud. Forgive all those who don't love you. Now, when they come to you for prayer, pray for them because it's not even them. It's the enemy. And that should be the mindset of us all Christians. When somebody does something, know that it's not them. It's the spirit, the devil. They might open the door for the devil to use them. But forgive them. Pray for them. I don't know what God has told you, what they have prophesied. But once you cancel it, don't take every prophecy. You say, I reject this prophecy in the mighty name of Jesus. God reveals to redeem. But hold on to the good ones. What God has showed you in the dream, what he has told you, hold on to it. It might not look it right now. Oh, but I know God is going to take me places. Somebody has seen it. God showed it to somebody even. 
It's a crowd of women. And in that in that, that video, he said, go and deliver the women in Africa. Go, you start with East Africa first. And this lady had a dream <clears throat> in May. Said there were a lot of women and I, I was among them. She wrote me, I've read that conversation here. You were praying and delivering women. People were manifesting. You bless water. And when I, she said when she approached me, first thing I asked her if she has given her life. And while we're having this conversation, I was led to tell her to forgive. She said, yes, it's hard for her to let go. Duty prophecy is just like opening your mouth and say this. What's I, what, that was what I heard and I wrote her. I said, forgive. Let go anybody who have hurt you. And she confirmed it. She said she would try, she would pray. And I tell, I tell her, brother, may God help you to forgive or something. I have that conversation here. I'm not so sure if I pray, but we, we chatted. If I go there now, I will show you, I will read it again. God told me to sow in somebody's life. That I'll never be broke. I'm holding on. I said, Father, you told me. I've done my part. To, I've sold already. And I know I'll not be broke. God will do it for me. He said, when I start taking you places, do not be proud. God has given me names of countries. Come 2024 that I have to go to. And hold revival. Who am I? So now I start carrying myself. Yes, hey, I'm a woman of God. Don't you see? Who am I? God has warned me already. Don't be proud because it's not me who is doing it. It's Him. So why should you be proud in Him? Do you have powers to do this? I remember Apostle came on one day and said, God told her that all what she's doing is just 1%. Him, God is doing 99 this is somebody who comes on almost every day to preach, who hold long programs, who go around the world organizing, let me call it revival, Holy Ghost encounter. Three hours back to back, uh, three days back to back, 12, 12 hours. I've attended them. I attended the first time she came here, 2019 in Germany. Three days in Dortmund. Attended in London. Attended here again, the other one she did two days here. I've been privileged to attend. Is it the ones who've done online that have followed her online? Is this 24 night and preaching 24 hours crossover? She has preached for 27 hours. That will even went to bed, sleep, went to work, came by apostle is still on. The video will end, she will restart, she will start a new, another video, it will end, she will start another video. Somebody will sit for eight hours praying on people online, delivering people. And God said, that's 1%. So why should, will, will you be proud? Why should you be proud? Why? And then I just see, I just look like some videos will pop on men of God. I'm like, mm. okay. There's no need. We forget ourselves easily. I pray that God, the Spirit of God, will help me not to forget myself in the mighty name of Jesus. And when populations start coming, when my ministry start growing, I start going around the world doing ministry, and people are hailing me, welcoming me at the airport, coming to receive me. 
kneeling down. Let me know that they are not kneeling down for me. It's the anointing they are kneeling down for. When they're giving all this respect, it's not me. It's the God that I carry. Let me not forget that. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. And I pray you as well that you will not forget. You will humble yourself. Even when God elevates you, start blessing you with money, that you can afford this, afford that. You will not look low on anyone. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. There's somebody who is doing all of this and God says, all you do is just 1%. I do 99 and now you'll be proud. Hey, I'm a man of God. When you come, people welcome you. You start feeling yourself. So it means I want to see, say, hey, I don't want to see them. I don't have time for you. And who are you? Hmm. I've had two similar, two similar uh, situations where people went to men of God. One gave an offer of $5. They sent it back. The man of God sent it back. Another one was doing a program here, Revival. They went there. This guy gave five euro for him to pray. He did not refuse. Are you out to make money or to be a blessing to people? What did Jesus say about offering? That the lady who gave the widows might give the most. That person could have come with that five. That is all they have. If you're a true man of God, woman of God, why not pray and release the blessings of God? That probably don't have a job. May God bless them and find a job, a better paid job in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That they will also be givers in God's house. All some of them want is just money. It has become business. That's why when God appeared to me in my kitchen and asked me if I believe, I said, Father, I do. Do you blame them? I said, do you blame those who don't believe? Because if people see things like that, they'll be like, ah, look at that. Why is it not a man of God? Look at what a man of God is doing. I said, Father, you have to do something. Do you blame those who don't believe? When they see things like this, how would they believe? It's all these people going about calling that they are men of God, that they are representing you, and when they are doing it wrongly, do something, Father. But you think he's not seen? He's seen. Pray for them. Jesus said that woman has given the most. Because she gave her all. Maybe that person, that's all they have. You want them to come and give 1,000 euros, 2,000, then you'll be like, yes, it's my real member. You'll be calling and having one-on-one -on -one space. No, there's no discrimination where God is. In Jesus, we are all equal. Jesus, we are all equal. It might not seem it now, but hang in there. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up.
Elizabeth's own came to pass when the husband encountered an angel at the, in the altar when he was burning incense. Abraham sat under a tree and he saw people passing. He welcomed angels and they prayed and blessed. The wife laughed. She was like, ah, me this old age. But Abraham believed. And it happened. Sarah gave birth. Abraham knew to him that was prophecy. He didn't know those were angels. He held on to those, that prophecy. Abraham was a man of faith. I pray for you that may God strengthen your faith. That you hold on to his promises in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. That you will believe just like Mary believed. When the angel appeared to her and told her that he is blessed. Yes, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So hold on to your promises that God has promised you. Revelation, prophecy, dreams. Believe in them. Even if everything around you is fighting, it's making you to see that there's no possible. God is all-knowing God. And he has set dates and time for everything. That you should not forget. At the right time, those things will manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So hang in there. Believe in God. Know that he will come true for you. Okay? Until, as long as you have life, believe. Keep saying to yourself, keep repeating Lamentation 3.37. Say, who says a thing? Who commanded it and it comes to pass when the Lord has not said so? All the Lord has always has told me is that I'm going to be great. They have prophesied I'm going to be a rich woman. They have prophesied that I'm going to be a powerful woman of God. And Father, you know my heart, I want to work for you. Your will, not my will. And let it come to pass as you have said it. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hold on to it and let the will of God come to pass in your life. Let it come to manifest in your life. Do not keep that dream. Do not keep that revelation. Do not, do not keep those prophecies by your unbelief. I pray, may God help you believe. Let him help you with your unbelief in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Until we meet again, go out, spell of shell off. Trust in God. Believe in him. Bye-bye.